we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I did that on purpose to fuck you up, and it totally worked. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> uh, folks, I inhaled when Eddie Eddie does a big inhale before he launches into his spiel at the top, and I purposefully inhaled with him to psych him out, <laughs> and it totally worked. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and <laughs> welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It doesn't have the same flow when I like have to do it all fake. Like I know. That. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just lost. Wait, my... fake. You don't think the beginning, you don't think it's announcery and game showy. Yeah, but it's, with? it seems. Yeah. Well, no, I feel like it has more like. No, it does. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the hot and Bravo podcast, part of the buttered pop network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We've switched bodies. We are Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis in Freaky Friday. The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I look like the Crypt Keeper. Oh gosh. Wow. We are really having a, having a morning already. I, I think guess. we're running off of the high of two things. I think we're running off of the high of being on Not Safe for Your Boyfriend podcast this week. Which is coming out Tuesday? Tuesday. Yes. Uh, we had the loveliest time with Missy and Monzi from the wonderful Not Safe for Your Boyfriend podcast. Talked about everything Bravo, dug into Below Deck, which we ended up watching the most recent episode of, which we're not going to talk about because no. we are not versed in anything. But let me tell you. Sailing Yacht, I'm sold. I am too. I mean, JL is 20 feet tall and is banging crazy daisy. And impregnating people. Which I, I, I want to get more into that story and I want to find out more. And Yes, the ladies were quite nice to give us a list of seasons to start with on all three of the Below Deck franchises, which I appreciated very much. They basically said watch everything <laughs> except for yeah. season one, <laughs> which is fine, which is totally fine. I feel for Missy because she's in, you know, in the weeds with watching um, all her bravo yeah which watching new jersey and stuff like that but other than that it was a really fun interview we um matthew talks about a psychic th- that you've heard about before and he talks about his time on revenge body which you've all heard about before yeah we my- played the meanest dirtiest most savage game of mary fuck kill with bravo liberties which was so hard and you and i did not see eye to eye on quite a few yeah no we have we have very differing points of view but also i am an insane person so that's yeah, why you like you have a stockholm syndrome with people who are uh, abusive <laughs> not i wouldn't say everyone but, but some people you know there's there's some there's it's a great interview is all i'm gonna say it's a great podcast it's a great collab so make sure Y'all check that out. We are also going to be having another Bravo Buddies very soon with very special guests, which we'll be announcing. So be and stay tuned for that. And then besides Not Safe for Your Boyfriend, I think we're both high off of the New York ladies' supply. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. I missed my Sonia, and I am so happy she's back because let me tell you what, what a start. What a start to the season. I always say that she's my favorite housewife. I say it pretty consistently. She's definitely in my top three. And when I don't see her all the time, I start to question myself. I start to say, am I wrong about this? 
within two seconds of her coming back on the television screen, I knew that I was, I've been right the whole time. She is the queen of Bravo. She's so fantastic. Sonia Morgan, if you're listening, which I hope you are, don't ever change. You're perfect. It's like you write at the end of the year, like hags don't ever change. Like that's what I want to write to her every year. <laughs> See you next fall. See you next fall. hundred percent. But should we start with New York? Because I feel like I'm still so juiced on it that I want to talk about. Let's go for it. We'll go out of order this week. Well, sort of out of order. We'll oh yeah. Cause York, we usually though. start with summer house. Yeah. Which but, we'll do next, but, but we'll just... I want to get to New York. Go for it. Go for it. So it's a new year and Leah has a new nose and a new religion. Her nose looks phenomenal. Okay. And you can't really tell that it's been done. Like that's the thing. Like you can tell, but you can't tell. No, it's the perfect amount of work. And it's, it's, it was needed cause she needed to like open up her nose. So like, you know, I'm excited to see what uh, options there are out for me. <laughs> my oh my god you have a great nose but again and i've told this to you and i said this to anyone if it's going to really make you feel better in your heart and soul do it i'm not just getting my nose do done. i'm joking i mean let's just let's never say never i will never again, say I, never yes again i don't think you should but if you want to because it'll make you feel better and improve your quality of life i say fucking Go for it, my love. I just need my hole drilled out so that I can like oh, breathe God, easier. My hole drilled out, Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean, like the. I know, but the nostril. Oh, yeah, yes, dear. Yeah, and then <laughs> Leah, with the uh, Judaism light. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to be modest. I yeah, want to be half modern. Half the calories, half the guilt is sort of what I got from her. I loved that. her dad being like, "Well, what kind of dog is <laughs> Angel? Is it a Mexican dog? Oh, then your dog is Catholic." <laughs> I was like, I had to laugh because as a Mexican Catholic, it made me giggle. Yeah, and I just again, I forgot how much I missed Leah. I'm so glad she's still on the show. I feel like I've had like a weird like. I don't know. I've been judging Leah off of the show. Like I was like, Ugh, she's kind of annoying. Like I don't really get the whole Leah situation. Like I liked her, but then I was kind of like over her for a second. Sure. But I think I was making it up in my head because once I saw her on my screen again, I was like, oh, I get why I like Leah. Yes. Like she's so cool. She's so fun. Yeah, she's like a little bit out there, but she brings a breath of fresh air to these group of ladies, as does her new friend, <gasps> Ebony. Ebony is exactly what the doctor ordered. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I just love her. I love her look. I love her resume. I love what she stands for. She and she ingratiated herself into this group seamlessly. Seamlessly. Beautiful first episode. I can't wait to see where she goes from here. She I think she bridges the gap between Luann, Sonia, Ramona, and Leah. Like she's sort of yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. There. And she took everything in stride. Like everyone's little tiny comments here and there that were a little insensitive. Like Sonia being like, I, I have fish diversity. I've got the white fish and the black fish <laughs> and the so like, good though. red fish, blue fish. But I loved Ebony just took it on the chin and knew that Sonia meant well as kooky and gray gardens as she can be. And just kind of went on with the, went on with the joke a little bit. I, I appreciated that. And, I just can't wait to see where she goes from here. She's a perfect addition. I want to see more of her life and more of her story. I, I'm excited to dig in with her over the next couple oh, of weeks. Oh, 100%. And I like how honest she was about everything. Like, she's like, I got my car repoed. I was broke. I had bad credit. I was engaged. Now, yeah. And now I'm not. And so looking for Mr. Right. She's very open. And I'm I'm here for it. So I'm, I'm excited. She's very comfortable in her own skin and very confident. And I just think she's a badass. Let's talk about the new dynamic duo on the show, which is R Ramona and Luann, which 
evidently they texted Andy after the Watch What Happens Live that we saw, and they said that their friend name is Lumona. Okay. Which works. It works. It works. I well, I can't remember what we came up with. Sulan? Sulan? So where's the S coming know, from? From Sonia? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm sorry. I literally just had a stroke. Yikes! Okay. Wow. Um. But yeah. No. These two. I mean, first of all, Luann's like not drinking. She's sober. But I do not see this lasting the whole season. Because she did seem wholly sober on Watch What Happens Live. I'm just gonna put that out. Well, first of all, Andy had to call her out because she was like talking to her assistant in the middle of the show about clothes for her cabaret in the living room. Like you are on a show. I got clothes all over the, the apartment right now. It was very, very, very weird. But she didn't seem and like we're not accusing anyone of anything. This is all allegedly because I'm not gonna get a freaking notice and get search papers at my door. <laughs> but. <laughs> She did not look sober to me. No. And I understand. I completely understand, especially during the pandemic, during COVID. People ha- have been, everyone's been struggling with their sobriety during this crazy year. So I understood why perhaps over the summer she had some moments where she didn't feel entirely safe with herself drinking again and stuff like that. Well, the blacking out, I think that was the big That's issue pretty for scary. her. That's pretty scary. And yeah. I, I, I thought that was, I thought that was great that she shared that with us. By the way, she and Ramona looked great. Oh yeah. 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 Whatever they're doing. And I actually have, I think with the I think it's not drinking anymore. Uh, at least not as much as she used to. They, their skin looked clear and bright and they looked, you know, their bodies looked right and tight. I was very impressed I'm a little mortified that she's living across the okay. terrace from Okay, she did Tom. not know that. She Okay, she's been to that Tom's apartment how many times? She basically like lived there, right? Because she was engaged to be married to this man. How would you not know that your apartment looks directly at his terrace from the moment you walked in? She knew. She had to have known. I think if you're on the Upper East Side and you're within a five-block radius of your ex-husband's apartment, you're aware of where you are. Exactly. It's not like a mystery or surprise. I could buy that she was aware that she was close by, and I think that was intentional. I could buy also, though, that perhaps she didn't know how close she would be. Okay, but if she's looking at the apartment and she goes and visits it, because she said she found out when the movers were there... You would know, like, right? Did nah. she do a walk? Th- did she not do a walkthrough? It sounds like it was a snatch and grab. It sounds like she walked in and grabbed it, and it was a very restrictive COVID showing. Okay, that would make more sense. Okay, I could buy that, I guess, a little bit more than her just being like, I had no idea. Because but I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she clearly is trying to keep her eye on Tom, which I think is so insane and maybe... But it's not because it's Luann and why would I expect anything different? Speaking of which, wait, we this is New York related. We didn't talk about it because we didn't talk about it. But we watched the first episode of Big Shot with Bethany. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I would destroy on the show. I don't know why. I was oh, going to. You would be so good. I, I, everything that they were doing, I was like, this is me. Like I would. They were also stupid. Like I was so frustrated by everything that these people were doing on the show. And yeah. I was going to audition, but you know, the pandemic and things like whatever, but I'm really upset that I didn't because if I would have, uh, first of all, the products were right there. I would have been testing and trying all the products. I would have done a video. So I do videos like that for hot and Bravo literally all well, I used to all the time of like, not just products, but like we've got a new episode out. Like <laughs> yeah. here we go. Shing bing shoom. 
but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Bethany really missed an opportunity with me and I'm hoping for a season two so that I can really showcase my talents. I, I, th- I mean, I'm obviously going to watch the whole thing. Yes. I, I do love Bethany. She seemed a little unhinged. She is unhinged. More, but yes, but more so than usual. She seemed a little off her rocker. I am bummed out that she let that, is it that Persian guy? Is he Persian? I don't know. Mi- I, I don't know. He, I thought he was great, and I think she let him go too soon. And I can't believe she kept that crazy girl with the headband. She's and she didn't. The producers did. She's good TV. Yeah, that's a good point. She's I, I guess she's good TV. But I wanted to throw my remote at her. Well, yeah, TV. that's why that's why you're gonna keep watching, right? So I'm gonna keep watching. I'm hopeful. I think that this is a good first season to just get the bugs out mm-hmm. and I think that they'll co- they'll have another position that they need to fill eventually well I hope it turns in I would like her to just do an apprentice type show where she's helping someone build their own brand from the ground up because I thought that's what this was but no it's she needs help running her own empire I'm more interested in her being a he who must not be named apprentice type creating and helping people blow up and build their brands like a shark is, tank, but is, just her own. Is that what the apprentice was? I thought they were all trying to work for him. No, I don't think so. I thought that, Oh, maybe, maybe they were. I feel like this is just the apprentice, but with Bethany. Also, I'm just going to be honest. We are way too young to have been watching the apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was not. I mean, I'd seen an episode or two. I watched when Kyle Richards was on, but I had no interest. I was like, I'm over this. It's fine. But do you think, segueing a little bit that Ramona and Harry Dubin have been a hundred percent. We saw the photos of them sucking face. Like I, that was all over the internet. Harry Dubin. What is his allure? I've been talking about this lately and I just don't know what it is. No, I, I, I don't know. I think he's got this like, mm, Dubin kind of like moment that would be loaded. He must have a lot of money. He is. He's very rich. Like we know this from everything. Like that's his thing. And Ramona, you know, she's she's doing, she's like the like the wolf with like the hearts in the eyes, but it's dollar signs. Yeah, I've got cartoon eyes. That yeah, out. it's like wow, uh-huh. wow. And with Sonia, I'm so glad to see her. I'm disappointed that she had to move back into the townhouse after she listed it because of COVID. I'm also really bummed out for her that her Century Twenty One thing went tits up because century 21 went tits up which if anyone's surprised about that i don't know what's wrong with you but i do feel bad for her because that was her i think she was finally like gaining traction on the sony morgan collection it was great to go it was sad to see that i'm glad that she still has an intern though yes i loved when she was like there's some things that you can't learn at the wharton school of business that you can learn i mean as she's getting naked into her tub full in front of her (laughs) intern i love that she is so great gardens you know it's been said a lot lately and even she says it i also love to watch what happens live when andy was like hey on a scale from one to ten how good of a lover is tom and with that message he goes four Four. (laughs) It was like, okay, so we know the truth. Tom is nothing to write home about. 
But you know you have a good cast when you only have five ladies and they are just firing off at all cylinders from the get-go. I had so much fun with this first episode. I was so happy to be back in New York. I'm so excited for what's to come. It looks like one week later we got a flash forward of all the ladies being like nice and then it's like flash forward and they're all in each other's faces yelling at each other. It looks like Ebony... And Ramona are going to have some choice words. Luann she, and Ebony too. Looks yeah. Like. Luann and Ebony don't look like they are going to be friends after the season. Cause it looks like, cause Ebony called her out on watch what happens live too. So I was, I'm interested to see what happens. And we know Heather's going to come back and get into some giant fight with uh, Leah, which makes me so upset because I love Heather and I wanted to, I wanted her to come back for a long time now, but I'm nervous to, to see and hear what she says. Well, we'll have to see because they call her a Karen. So I'm in, I'm sure it's not going to be something great because no. as we know, sorry to all the Karens out there. I know it's been such a rough road for y'all recently, but Karen Huger is the only one that's survived. She's that. she's keeping the namesake alive. So if when you, if you're a Karen and you hear the the Karen whatever and you are upset, just think. I share a name with Karen Huger, the Grand Dame of Potomac. Yeah, channel the Grand Dame. Channel the Grand Dame and you'll be good to go. Okay, let's stay in New York and let's move on to Summer House, the reunion part one. Okay, first of all, I got to say I'm so proud of these kids, me calling them kids as they are all (laughs) your age. My age. (laughs) Me, I was going to say older than me, but no, I am the same age as Hannah. Yep. But like you were saying, it was the crucifixion of Hannah Burner. I was so happy because I've been screaming at the television for weeks now and it was so wonderful to see them all nail her to the cross. I'm sorry with all the crucifixion references, but it, cause it implies that Hannah is some sort of savior and she's not. I was really thrilled to see them all hold her accountable and not let her gaslight and bullshit them out of the horrible, awful things that she said and done both on and off the show. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that it seems like she's trying to create her own narrative of being the victim in the situation when really she was the villain, not the victim and the instigator. Yeah. And she's twisting the words of people. She's not giving full quotes. She's kind of like picking and choosing and it's, it's, she's really digging her own grave, but also, not because this is going to be so great next season when she's the full villain of the show. Like they're not going to fire her. And I don't oh, think, no. and, and I don't think she's one that's going to be like, I'm going to walk away from oh, this no, she, because she's this is too fame hungry. All she's got going for her right now. But I appreciated not only, you know, everyone calling her out, but people like Danielle really finding their voice and being like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't say this. Amanda really being like, who are you? Lindsay really went in. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> Lindsay Gallies has a lot to say. And even Carl, who's been really mild-mannered this season and isn't trying to start shit, he even said, I love you, but you're wrong, and you're not. You're on the wrong side of all of this. And Paige and Sierra looked like idiots trying to defend her. You know, I, I they, they admittedly actually did stay pretty quiet. But when they chimed in, it's like, no, girls, we still like you guys for the most part. Just don't saddle your you know don't hit your wagon to this horse don't do it she's not the one she's not the one to defend in this moment no and i'm glad luke and sierra kind of squashed their stuff yeah and and luke luke is more and more getting a light in my eyes he's really coming up the rungs for me because yeah and i think he was smart to just let it go with sierra be like i wish you well and (laughs) it's like no you don't 
Yeah. You wish her a decent life. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people say that. I hate when people but say I that. But I think that he just was knew that he would be uh, like fighting a losing battle. And I think Sierra watching the season over knew that she was right and how she felt and what she said to him, but maybe was like, you know what, Hannah, I can't, I can't go so hard on Luke when Hannah was worse. Yeah. And Hannah also just admitting that she was dating around and it wasn't just, it wasn't just Luke and what's his name? Des. There was like other guys. Yeah, And then her bursting into tears. It drives me crazy when people can't, just be accountable for their shit. And instead they cry so that people end up apologizing to them. It, Oh, it drives me crazy. The only time I think I've, I mean, not the only time, but I, I used to fake cry sometimes to get out of situations with my ex and to the (laughs) point, and to only to the point where they were like, that is fake. Stop crying. But that's a defense mechanism. I mean, that's, that's you trying to protect yourself from crazy. Yeah. That's, that's also true. Give yourself a break. I'll give you, I'll give you a little (laughs) bit of a break on that. I just wanted the yelling to stop. Much like Hannah. I'm just so traumatized by this summer. But Kyle walking off also like, Kyle, come on. Like, who do you think you are, Ramona? I would too, though. You know, I get what he's you? coming. I just, I, if, if someone's being so fake and phony, I, like, and there's been so much buildup and Hannah is trying to take everything. Like, it was so crazy to watch her start to apologize and then in the middle of the apology, flip it and try to attack yeah. the person she was talking to, mostly Kyle. Yeah. Nuts. I also just loved how explosive this reunion was. Everyone take note. Come out swinging. Everyone. Yeah. Reunions everywhere. Should we, should we use this as a way to move into the, a reunion that I was very disappointed in, which is... ATL. Atlanta. They just didn't need to do three parts. Absolutely not. I am so bored. Like I had, I think started over twice because I was like, did I miss anything? And then I was like, Oh no, I literally have missed nothing. No. I mean, they started with Toya and it was just a recap of sort of what we already know. Like the part of the reunion is to really flesh stuff out and, and get some new insights. But it's been I, more of a recap. Yeah, and Toya really didn't have any defense. She was like, yeah, I was just the worst. And it's like, that's not fun. Yeah, and then it's like her in a relationship with Kenya, which is like, we don't really care about that. But they're that. not friends anymore, no, it seems. No, they are not. Well, we, I, I don't think Kenya's friends with anyone at this point right now, it seems. Well, Cynthia, I guess. Maybe. Marlo, I, I guess. I mean, Cynthia. And that's why I think Kenya's on All Stars with Cynthia is because those were the only two that probably could have... Agreed to go together. Agreed, to, yeah. To <laughs> Who weren't a, busy doing other things. Yeah, because we know Porsche's booked and busy. Candy's booked and busy. And no one else is And like, no one else we want on no, All Stars. No, because they're not full-timers. And Drew, I don't think, would have gone... Again, yeah, Drew wouldn't have gone with anyone but Candy or Portia. Oh, I think she would have gone with Cynthia, but that just would have been weird. It would have been weird. And I, I, I mean, and Drew also... I didn't know that her doctor was Dr. Jackie. I mean, not surprised, but love that. Yeah, but it's sad to hear that she has to get a hysterectomy because she has endometriosis. I know. But. I feel very bad for her. But I. She's, she couldn't be in better hands, though. No, truly. And I'm sure we'll see it on both shows next season. I also had to laugh when <laughs> Kenny was saying that Drew, she didn't want to be friends with Drew because she knew Drew was groomed by Portia and was like. And, and and Andy was like groomed. What is this Nixium? No, truly. And it just was sort of ridiculous. Like Drew and Portia didn't really become close, close friends until later in the season. Like they were friendly from the start, but they didn't really get close until the end. No. So it made no sense for Kenya to bring that up. I think Kenya's just petty, petty. She's not peachless. She's just petty. Petty full of peach. Petty full of peach. 
I also had to laugh at that they've renamed Lake Bailey Lake Bailey on the Hill to include Very Mike. sweet. And I thought Cynthia handled all of that well. The, about the wedding? Yes, because I think she knew she was going to get shit for it. I do think that she could have waited, done a private ceremony. We talked about this. Yeah. Private ceremony with just Mike and then now do a summer wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's things are back to action now. Might as well go for it. Yeah, I think that she, we all know she could have made different choices and she tried to do it outside because of a storm. She couldn't do that. It just wasn't great, but I think she, uh, you know, apologized and, and handled it well. And people are going to forget about it. Like, let's be real. And it's so frustrating to go after Kenya about anything because she's never, ever, ever going to take accountability for anything. No. So that's why she just can't, you can't be a housewife if there's no wiggle room. Like, there's no sense of self-awareness. Yeah. Unless you're completely fucking insane. Like you either have to go full hog insane or you have to have some sort of awareness and some sort of empathy inside of you. You can't just be a cold, evil person. No, absolutely There's not. There's nothing likable at all about it. Yeah. And sorry, Kenya, it's not going to work. I mean, she is the villain. So, and now that we know that Latoya is not going to come back next season, it's like, okay, then what do we have? It was sad not seeing, it was sad not having Tanya come out with Shamia and Marlo. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting about Tanya. How could you forget about me, Matthew? I've, I've been there all along. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tanya. But Shamia looked great. Well, she kind of looked like Denali on um, Drag Race. <gasps> oh for the, my God. With the the whatchamacallit she looked that. like she was love going to be a guest video. judge on legendary on hbo oh she was ready to walk the runway 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then marlo of course looked amazing and he's like maybe i'm straight now marlo wow it's this silver bullet as candy called him i loved that nickname i really love marlo i think she's making a mistake trying to nail portia for what she thinks that she's done to her. You're, you're on the wrong side of this, Marlo. You, you are the one who started it. Portia didn't have a problem with you, but you're the one who created a problem. Yeah. It's clear as day. Just because she didn't talk to you for a week and a half after South Carolina, that doesn't mean a fucking thing. You're just insecure because you know, you made up with Kenya and it's not a good look. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's where it is at the final, at the end of the day, it's Marlo really hitched her, like we've been saying this hitched herself to the we wrong wagon. We love this horse and wagon. Analogy. We love, yeah. It's like, are we Amish? Are we just going on like horse and buggies? I was like, is that the horse? No, that was not a seize. That was my horse no. impression. Okay. We'll never do that again. And I think we'll be good to go. Okay, thank you. But yeah, I mean, this reunion left a lot to be desired. I, hope, I think part three is going to go for it. I hope part three really gives us what we want. But like we said, it should have been two parts and called it a day. Should we talk about Married to Medicine really yeah, let's quick? let's stay in Georgia for a little bit longer. Yeah, let's let's stay in the ATL. And basically, I feel like this revolved around two parties or two events. It was the dinner with Quad at the end, and then it with that Jack, Dr. Jackie hosted. Uh-huh. And then it was the other dinner with... Giselle. Oh, Giselle. I was like, I couldn't remember her name for a second. I was like, you got the, it. The Potomac ladies, Giselle and Robin... Who looked fabulous, by the way. Yes. But also the conversations that were had at this dinner about a second. I just have to say, why are we putting Jamal on our screens? Why did Jamal go with the men? Why don't we have Juan Dixon? Why are we giving a man who has so clearly disrespected and betrayed the beautiful goddess that is Giselle? Why are we giving him any more screen time than we need to? I, I was shocked. I was shocked when they were like, oh, and Jamal's going to go hang out with the men. And he had his like little moment, which I clearly, 
I want to be, have to be honest, that whole section I of them being with Jamal, I just blanked Me out. Me too. I, like, yes. I checked Good out. Good for him that he gave a speech at the March on Washington. Like, I have no qualms or I have no beef with his spiritual stuff. And so, I mean, until the point where he starts grooming women in his congregation to sleep with. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's when I started to turn. And I appreciated Giselle though going, oh, no, no, we're not together. I mean, we were, but we're divorced and we don't know what's happening, but it's cool. It's chill. And then, then we had Robin who was like, and then I'm, I'm engaged. I'm back with Juan. I thought that was cute. It was very cute. It's also though, it did, it did remind me that most of those women at the table have, have besides, maybe besides Toya and Heavenly, been cheated. Yeah. All of the women have had their issues with their husbands in terms of, adultery or rocky marriage or we're on wafer thin ice about to get divorced. I felt really vulnerable. I felt very bad for Lisa Nicole when just, I was like, but you and your husband were totally completely like messed up. Right. (laughs) Right? She was like, "Uh yeah. And we're still married. And it was like, Oh, and you have Carrie like just sipping her drink. Like, you know, nothing about her relationship. I good. You know, Anila, I'm not really sure about Anila. I don't know if I'm going to want her to come back next season, but I did appreciate her. Firing it right back at Heavenly. Oh, yeah. When, when she Heavenly go- called her a up and she goes, oh, what are you, Miss Piggy? Yeah. Bravo. I was like, okay, Anila is here to play. Because, you know, I'm a big Muppets fan. So I love any, like, any little <laughs> Muppet, Muppet tease. Kermit. My favorite is Beaker, obviously, which he doesn't say anything. He's just, <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. But I just, I had a Beaker keychain. He's my favorite Muppet. But, which is such a weird one to have. I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm special like that. You give up Beaker vibes. Thank you. <laughs> I honestly take that as a compliment because you he should. can go through the ringer and still come out on top. Like he's blown up every other episode, but he's, Has he's a panicked shock look on his face <laughs> at all times, but Works. still comes into work every day and does the best <laughs> that he can do. Okay. Oh Lord. I feel like Dr. Contessa and her man. Well, I forget Scott. his name. Scott. They are on the road to the end. I feel like he is cheating. I feel like if he isn't cheating already, the way that she's like hinting at it and being like, you're going through a midlife crisis, right? You're going through some stuff. He's like, uh, okay. If he isn't, she's really pushing it because she refuses to unequivocally say, I don't think he's cheating when people keep asking her. And again, I respect that if she legitimately does feel that way and she kind of wants it to be aired out so that it gets dealt with at the same time if you're just if it's just conjecture you're scott's gonna watch that and not want to work on this marriage with you yeah i feel bad for her but i also just i really want them to figure it out i don't know if they will i don't think so either the more i watch the more i'm like there there's there's stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing we're not seeing, I mean, we saw more, they, I just, I feel like we saw much more of their contention in previous seasons and now it's just so far beyond the point of no return that they're not even going to show it on the air. Well, they're e- just going to talk about it. Even to the point where Dr. Contesta, they were like hiring a, a, a new front desk girl or whatever for the business. And she's like, I, they can't be cute. They can't be attractive. Oh, so uncomfortable. Like you're that Far. Yeah, she's like really deep. She's like that insecure about the relationship that she can't even have someone mildly attractive working at her business because she's afraid that her husband is going to leave her for this receptionist. I hope this in 
the coming episodes and especially at the reunion, this needs to get fleshed out. Oh, I, I definitely think it will. Like a hundred percent more dinner. I'm, I'm remembering the preview of this season and I feel like there's one more dinner where Scott and Contessa have it out in front of everyone. I feel like we only have like two episodes left, Which so we need to figure it to out. I mean, this season's been kind of lackluster. I mean, there's been moments. I mean, thankfully, Dr. Jackie and Simone are back together when oh Dr. Jackie God. had that party. That was really nice to see. Also, Dr. Jackie's house looks incredible. Looks great. I love what she's done with it. It looks so good, but we know that she doesn't know how to cook anything besides chicken and rice and veggies. So her trying to be like, I cooked all this food. And they're like, what chef is around the corner? Exactly. Producers, if you're listening, which I hope you are, please let Carrie and Lisa Nicole go. I appreciate the effort trying to see if they can mix things up. They can't. It's official this time. And please, please bring back Quad and Mariah. Please. I never thought I would say I miss Quad, but I missed Miss Quad. Oh, I miss Quad every single day. And every time she's on my screen like this tonight's episode or not tonight's, but this week's episode, I was like, thank goodness she is back. She brings the humor. She brings the fun. She brings the entertainment. I loved how she gave all the ladies like she gave, you know, Simone the Ciroc. And then she gave Dr. Heavenly the Crown Royale. Crown Royale. And then she's like, oh, and for you, Dr. Jackie, and it's like Essentia. an essential. <laughs> it's so great. Subtle shade, but also subtle love. It was all in love. It was all a good time. And then I'm happy that her and Heavenly made up because of the Instagram comment, because that was, that was just completely stupid. Heavenly, if someone, if Heavenly posted that on my Instagram, if I was showing my booty, I'd be like, haha. She's like, oh, what are you showing? But I, I was shocked that Quad came correct from the beginning. I mean, like, listen, I misinterpreted what you meant. I have an Android. It looks different on my phone. I really didn't. And the Quad Android never, comment actually made me I laugh. Like Quad never comes to make amends from the top. She usually sits there with her arms crossed, like waiting to be apologized to, and then goes, well, I'm a strong woman and I'm going to reach down into my soul. I'm going <laughs> to fucking figure it out. This time she really tried to, and then heavily just went nuts. No, she really did. But it was a beautiful, re- I'm going to, I'm going to meet you at the I'm end of the table. I'm going to meet you at the end of the table. Like I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> oh, I'm glad bad. that, I'm glad that they, you know, cause they are friends. Everyone, all these ladies are friends, even though they do get on each other's nerves all the time. Yes. But, you know, married to medicine. We've got a couple episodes left. Bring the heat so we get a good reunion. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. I'm going to wait to talk about Anila's finance stuff that kind of came up this episode. I'm going to wait till next week because I think it comes to a head between Toya and Anila. So we'll, 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 we'll yeah, I want to, I want to see the Anila and Toya fight. That's good. That we saw the preview of, and I'm sure it's going to be interesting. So, okay. Should we do Dallas or Jersey? Let's do Dallas first Let's and then Dallas end with Jersey. The okay. So it was Dallas's reunion part one, the big, thing that everyone was talking about is Brandy and Carrie don't show up to the reunion because they because Carrie tests positive for COVID. Brandy was sitting next to Carrie on the plane. the plane. So they have to zoom in with these weird picture frame faces. It was bizarre. It looked weird. It looked very weird. I also want to point out has there ever been a reunion that was aired so late at night after Watch What Happens Live? Yeah, that's the other thing. That's not a good sign, right? No, I think this is a sign that Dallas might be on the way out because we had New York premiere, then we had New York Watch What Happens Live, then after, at 10.30 at night, they are expecting people to stay up till 11.30 for a full hour to watch the Dallas reunion. I just thought that was so strange. I think the franchise is, is kind of crumbling before our eyes. And... I mean, I guess we can start by talking about Tiffany 
because I thought she had a really good showing this first part. I think she held her own beautifully. But it kind of shot down all my hopes of a Married to Medicine Dallas because it sounds like the people that she works with and her yeah. family, it sounds like everyone in Tiffany's life does not like the fact that she's on the show. I mean, you have to think like anyone who goes on a show like this is going to have some backlash from the people in their lives, whether it's like their family or their friends, unless their friends are on the show. Mm-hmm. But being a doctor, I feel like people are like, like they said this is career suicide, but at the same time, like, it's only helped the careers of the married to medicine ladies because you know, people are going to them specifically because they've seen them on TV and they've seen the work. But I feel like since it's a real housewives as opposed to married to medicine, it has certain connotations that come with it. And I feel like, feel like maybe these people are also jealous. I don't know. I feel bad for Tiffany, her dad saying that she was an an idiot for like verbatim an idiot for doing the show reality TV is a tricky thing. Like it's not for everyone. What you think might ruin a life for someone else might actually be a gateway for them. And I think that's what we really have to look at is because not everyone just wants to sit at home and be a doctor and like live the normal life. Like Tiffany wants to do other things. And I think that's totally fine that she wants to be on a reality show that millions of people watch. Well, not people, not millions of people aren't watching Dallas not but. anymore, <laughs> but I, I think it's a, I go back to, it's a casting issue. It's tough to have, Tiffany, you know, Tiffany and Deandra and Cam can be on a cast together. But there's something about Stephanie and Brandy and Carrie. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't gel. And if I'm on Team Tiffany and I'm seeing her with these morons like Carrie and Brandy every week, I would tell her, you're too good for this bunch of bitches. These like ladies, you're, you're yeah. too you're too good for this crop of people. And I hate to say that, but Tiffany brings so much to the table. Great family, but at the same time has family issues. Great career has career issues. A really amazing backstory, but has made such a life for herself. Like there's a, there's a lot of layers there. I don't think there are so many layers for Carrie and for Brandy. No, there aren't. And I mean, Carrie's one drama is the drama we've known forever is that her and Eduardo are breaking up. Shocker. I'm not shocked at all. He hates her. Clearly will not go on a trip with her. Does not speak to her. Refuses to be on camera. All he does is fight. I mean, and she's, she was trying to say that the binge drinking ended with her mother. And then we literally, everyone was like, no, you clearly have an issue with your drinking woman. I loved Andy pointing that out. You could tell Carrie was a dog with a tail between her legs this whole episode crying almost She's everything trying so hard to stay on the show there was one moment where her tears were seemed very fake not about her divorce or her husband but when they when she got called out for bringing up her daughter's mental health oh, issues yes, at the beginning at the beginning and she kind of like put on this like and she show. was wiping away fake tears i was like girl don't do it it makes you look worse don't do it and out of all the women I was surprised how quiet Brandy stayed for the most part. Well, she's going to have her moment to shine next episode. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And even though Cam drove me nuts and we can get into that, I guess, but she looked incredible. She looked great. I mean, that's the thing about Cam is she's never not going to come looking flawless as hell. Like she knows how to dress. She knows how to get her makeup done. But I don't appreciate the Elwoods comparison. I think her house looks disgusting with all the paint that she's putting into it, first of all. And I don't like the comparison between her and Elle Woods because Elle Woods, yes, has those stereotypical, stereotypical blonde qualities, but is a 
boss ass bitch with a razor sharp wit and a razor sharp mind. I don't. You can't. It's, you can't just get into Harvard Law just as a cam. No. <laughs> just because you have a pink briefcase cam does not make you an L Woods. Get out. When I. <laughs> Uh, this is a side story, but I just have to bring it up. When I ran for senator at LMU, when oh I was a, when God. I was a kid, have I told you this story? You you have brought up you running for office so many times. Oh uh, well, they asked everyone who, what politician they were most like or what person they were most like in the election, and everyone was like, it was, a, it was during Obama and McCain. So everyone was like, I'm Obama, I'm McCain, you I'm didn't McCain, say I'm Obama. Woods. And I said, I am L Woods. Oh my God! Because looking at me, you would never think. I would be able to come here and do this, but look what I'm doing. And I was great. And people that cheered. Is a great. Because I'm not always, it, you got to look behind the layer. Don't judge a book by its cover. You're a parfait. Many layers. A okay. trifle. Thank God you a didn't cake. say onion because I'm, I'm over Like oh, we get it. You've seen track. A cake. <laughs> a okay. But back to cam, the receipts were kind of, hilarious and she did bring some very clear points about why Tiffany was kind of attacking her on social media and I thought she made a fair case for herself even Andy was like you know this is a little mean this isn't nice this is rude <laughs> I mean I had to laugh at the broccoli one where oh that where... was so I'm sorry but that's the thing is Cam yes Cam showed receipts I guess you could call them yeah that. but I love Tiffany was like yeah I fucking said it yeah she was <laughs> I like... fucking stand by it like what do you you can't start a war with Tiffany Moon, Cam, because you're never going to win. No. She's going to outdo you at every turn. Oh, 100%. And it, the public is behind her as well. It's like the Heather Gay thing. Jen Shaw, don't try to make Heather look like the bad guy because you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I'm sorry. But I didn't like Cam trying to say that Tiffany was racist on her own Instagram yeah. when she was like, and she was like, you know, I had people contact me about that. My friends and Tiffany was like, your friends contacted you about this. Well, maybe your friends need to find something She's better like, to do. Unfollow me, bitch. <laughs> Unfollow me and stop watching my videos. If they bother you so she much. Like, she was like, your mom really threw the shoe. I was concerned. And she was like, yo, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> I literally did an imitation of someone that I actually know in my life. Don't pretend like, stop trying to pretend that I'm Brandy. Cause I'm yeah. not. Yeah. It was insane. I think that's also where Cam was trying to come from was like, why can't Brandy do this if you're doing the same thing? It's because a stereotype. Because she's a white woman. No, and that's the point that needed oh. to be made. Sorry, I don't mean to scream, but it's no, like. I mean, the levels on this mic are going to go insane. With I know, your... sorry, I'm going to top out. But Cam, don't do it. You're not going to win. Well, it seemed like their friendship is no longer because Tiffany doesn't forgive her. No, she well, she said we're not done. She's like so we're I not can't done. Wait for part two, yeah, and it looks in part two. I mean, Stephanie was very quiet, but it looks like in part two the other ladies are going to get a kind of their moment to kind of talk about their things. We've got Deandra talking more about her stepmother and the money, Brandy and her family. I can't believe the doctor or whatever was like, "Is this? Are you sure this is your husband's?" I mean, no, I'm no, but see now, well, I don't know why Brandy would share that because now all I'm wondering is, is it? Yeah. That's all I'm wondering now. Uh, well, we'll have to find out and see what happens in part two. Yeah. Thank God there's only two parts. I mean, what else could there be? There's nothing happening. No, I mean, thankfully they didn't drag it out like Atlanta. And we're going to have to do a three-part reunion for Dallas. But who knows if this will be the last season. This might be the last reunion Unless we ever get. Unless they do a makeover, extreme home makeover. We're not, we're not coming back. Or at least I don't think I can come back. I can't believe Ramona on Watch What Happens Live was asked, what do you think is the most, the least popular Housewives franchise? And she said, Dallas. She's not wrong. I mean, yeah, she's not. That no C, guys. We, we <laughs> say it every week. 
Till your ears bleed. All right, let's go to Jersey. One of the more popular franchises, I would say. Yes. And let's finish off with this. So Jersey, I just have to say, if you have not watched yet the Watch What Happens Live with the Jersey Husbands, go and watch it because it starts with each of them doing a tagline. Brilliant. And they are so good. I think we both had the same favorite, which was Bill Aiden's. And he's like, I'm the only Bill my wife has ever seen. Him and... Jennifer both have the best taglines because it's perfect. Yeah, they're perfect. I bet you Jennifer came up with that one. I also did like um, Marge's Joe's where he said, I wear the pants in the relationship. Even if my <laughs> wife picks out the shirt, I thought that was really cute. Frank's, Frank's rhymed, which I thought was, he little... was like, I don't know how the other men rank, but I, I nothing can match Frank or yes. something like that. And then Joe, he's like, if you're envious of my, if you have envy for my wife, you should check out my life. Which I was like, okay. I also did like Evans where he said, the only thing I'm doing in the gym is turning heads. heads. That's brilliant. He's (laughs) very handsome. He's, uh, yes, he is. But let's get into the episode. Jennifer's new remodel on the house looks amazing. Thank God she finally got some furniture in there. Yeah, it looks so full and so warm and welcome. And the couch looks really comfortable. Everyone was on that couch and like, oh, this couch is so out. Yeah, it's nice. It's (laughs) It's not just a stone palace that she's living in anymore. It's got some you know, warmth to it and some actual home life now that she can have. Mm -hmm. But I did feel bad about her mom calling and being like, you made a fool out of me. I'm so embarrassed. You made me the topic of conversation, me and your father. I don't care if you were trying to help me. That, that made me so embarrassed and I can't forgive you for that. Jennifer's intentions are so good. And I think it's so clear that together and separately, her parents need to be in, some sort of talk therapy. Yeah. I think so too. They need to figure out their situation because it's, it's bleeding over into everything else and it's really hurting Jennifer and it's really hurting her kids and her husband. And I think they need to figure some things out, but I'm sad that their relationship has kind of hit this standstill. And I'm hoping as the season progresses, we'll be able to see a little bit more of them yeah. coming into their own with each other. Anger like that. Uh, coming from experience, like holding on to anger like that makes you physically ill. It makes you not well. And the longer you hold on to it, the, the more serious it gets. So I just wish Jennifer's mom all the best. And I hope that they can figure it out. I had to say when Joe goes over to Teresa's house to help with the garage and he came out of that car and his right Knee of the jean was completely gone. What is this? The nineties Abercrombie and Fitch? Get out of Not here! Not even like it's. It was so bad. It was, and he thinks he looks so cool. He thinks he is the hottest thing on the shore. And I'm sorry, that really bugged me. I was like, get some jeans that aren't ripped. I felt like an old person because I used to have ripped jeans. Oh who my god, didn't? me too. Ripped jeans and flip flops. Yeah. Uh, wow. Ripped jeans, flip flops with the polo shirt. Like, who are we? Ah! Puka shell necklace. Let's go. Oh all my the god. Town. Puka shell fucking <laughs> necklace. Yes. Oh Jesus. With the with the bleach tips. I did not have bleach tips, but I, oh, it, was I did. A sh- it was a shark tooth necklace or a puka shell necklace. <laughs> shark tooth. No, <laughs> no. Did you? No, I did. I had puka shells, but not, I had puka shells, like some like, like Quicksilver t-shirt. Oh, I had, yo, Quicksilver, Billabong, Billabong. all of it. But yeah, I had a little shark tooth for a while too. <laughs> because, you know. You're disgusting. Everyone wanted to be a Hollister boy. But Joe is starting to really drive me nuts. I, I, I think with Joe Judice gone he's starting to fill in the misogynist role. 
yeah. more and more and more. And I'm tired of between Dolores and between and Teresa. I'm tired of him telling people how to be. And Melissa, like you tend to your own backyard, sir. You have some things that you should be working on. And like your kidney stones. Thank you. <laughs> you got to work through those. Kidney stones are a physical manifestation of your bullshit. Leave your wife alone. Leave Dolores alone and leave Teresa alone. They're all f- doing fine. Yeah. I was I was upset at him at the end when he was having that conversation with Melissa and he was like, you call me a misogynist. And she's like, I, I never said those words. He's like, well, you might as well, like the way you're treating me and the things that you're saying. And he's like, I've always supported you with your singing career with Envy. And she's like, I just want to be able to live my life for me and not have to have it revolve around you. And he cannot, he feels like that is the ultimate abandonment. Right. And all the support you're talking about, Joe, is financial, which you only shell out as a leash to keep Melissa attached to you. Let's just be fucking honest. Yeah, let's call a spade a spade. Yes, and Melissa does it all. She tends to you and the kids and is her own boss. She's doing it all. You need to support her. She's the one that is honestly, frankly, put you guys on the map because she got you on the show. I know that you're related to Teresa, but we were way more interested in Melissa than we were in you from yeah. the very beginning. This isn't this isn't the real house husbands, even though it's kind of turning into that. I thought David had a little bit of a redemption story this episode with the kids' birthdays. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he seems... I, I kind of get it a little bit more now, and I liked that Dolores had a moment to kind of explain their relationship, explain kind of why he's gone all the time. Like, the the woman having to get, like, a bypass and be airlifted while delivering birth was, like, insane. Like, he is truly a high risk pregnancy OBGYN like, like on the front lines all day, every day. So I get it now a little bit more and it's nice. I, I thought it was funny how I can't remember Dolores's daughter's name, but she was like, I don't know if David is dating my mother or my father. And Frank was like, <laughs> Frank was like, well, who do you want to date more? And he was like, Dolores. <laughs> what I love when um Dolores's daughter was like, you know, mom's not used to uh, fidelity or something. She made some crack at Frank being like, you're a cheater. Yeah, you're a cheater and David isn't. And with the whole Dolores versus the ladies thing, which kind of gets flushed out when they go apple picking, mm-hmm. I think everyone's right here. I think everyone is right. Yeah. I, I think Dolores is right when no one should be talking this much about me and my relationship, especially in a derogatory way. I didn't like the poll taking and I just want to be left alone. I think she's right. But I also think that Jennifer and Jackie were right being like, listen, we were just... We just love and support you and want you to get what you want. And we just thought that that's what we were doing because we didn't really, we haven't been getting updates about this. We haven't been getting the full story, but now that we know hands off, like we, we're not going to say anything anymore. We're not going to push this anymore. We really didn't mean to be so nitpicky. We just don't want David to stick around. If he's not going to give you what you want. We thought what you wanted was a ring. Yeah. So I thought everyone was right. Everyone was wrong. It, It was, you know, I'm glad it got, flushed out when they went apple picking. Same with me. I was, I was happy that Dolores had a moment to talk about it. I'm glad that everyone got a chance to kind of say what they needed to say. The the apple picking Jackie's birthday. I mean, they, when they were trying those wines, did you see Margaret after every wine she tasted? It was like, Oh yeah. Like everyone, she was like, well, wines at an apple orchard. I can only imagine are like sweet. Yeah, and like I just imagine them pine- all being like um, a but- pineapple infused wine. Oh, no, I mean Teresa was like taking photos and like sending Moscato's them to Louis. up the wazoo. I just wanted to just blow. I used to be I used to be such a fan of Moscato's in college Ugh. as a freshman, but only for one year before I was like these things give me headaches. 
Give that was that was also when I was drinking green apple Smirnoff and sugar free Red Bull. That was like my drink of You're choice. Disgusting. <laughs> I was like, mm, ready what for are you, a sixteen year old girl? Get out of here. I truly was freshman year of college. I was like, mm, are we getting a handle of the green apple Smirnoff? Make sure you get sugar free Red Bull too. You're <laughs> disgusting. I love a Sancerre. If I'm gonna drink white wine, because it's it's like sour. It's oh. like like I'm a Pinot Grigio kind of girl. Okay, you, well, you and Ramona can just have a feel. Oh, like, can I get another Pinot Grigio, please? And I was a little annoyed that we got Louis at the credits. I'm telling y'all, side by side picture of Louis and Joe Judy J. Louis is a definite upgrade. Don't get me wrong in terms of looks, but they could be related. Well, so you said this to me and I was like, there's no way. And then I saw a video of Joe Giudice and I was like, he's a big Louie. He's a big Louie. He's a meatball Louie. So look at it. You'll see the comparison. I'm excited to get to know him more. I'm ready to get into that. I feel like we've been dragging our heels with this, but I'm glad. I, I, I'm sure top of up I next mean, week the, will be a date between the two of them. The to be continued and we just see him pull up very bachelor. Like, okay, <laughs> come <laughs> calm down. Like we know who this guy is. We've seen him. The big reveal doesn't need to happen like this. Like, let's just get to the point that Teresa's is dating this man, Louie. I'm, I'm ready for it. And I'm sure we're going to get it all next episode. Yeah. Did we, Mention it all? all? I think we did. I think we fucking did. Before we close out, we just want to say once again, make sure to subscribe and listen to us, but also make sure to go find Not Safe for Your Boyfriend because we're going to be on that on Tuesday and we want you to hear our fun little interview on that show. It's a riot, truly. I We have so much fun with them and it's hilarious. And the, the game we play with them at the end is just going to be, I mean, I sound also insane on it i am i truly the, i can't remember what I, exactly i said so i'm a little nervous yeah. <laughs> no i remember all of my choices 100 percent. like we were going trying to go through them again and be like it was this one this one this one and i was like yeah and i said this this and this and you're like yeah and you're a crazy person yeah. after after further review maybe not the best choices but you know you, you know, live you learn you know when i said i wanted to marry reza and you were like that is the wrong choice yeah can't even get into that right now we'll you will get into that an and more do you want to close it out today matthew no i'm nervous because i don't think i can remember everything but make sure you subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts whether it's soundcloud stitcher google play itunes or spotify yeah it's google play music but everything else was perfect oh my god yes so you got it and, and make sure you follow us on social media that's h-o-t-n-b-r-a-v-o-d on instagram that's right. Oh my God, I fucking killed it. So Great. yeah, so we're on social media and we're subscribable wherever you want to listen and we will see y'all next time. Bye.